Today goes back several decades to a time, not even one month after Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin wandered around on our Earth's moon for their three-hour journey into the history books. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. Mother Nature takes no time out to reflect on humankind's magnificence. Camille formed in the Cayman Islands on the 14th, continued to intensify rapidly, then made that landfall on August 17th in Mississippi. This day in weather history. Hurricane Camille was the second most intense tropical cyclone on record to strike the United States. The hurricane formed in the Cayman Islands on August 14th and continued to intensify rapidly before making landfall on August 17th near Waveland, Mississippi. The most intense storm of the 1969 Atlantic hurricane season, Camille started out as a tropical depression south of Cuba from a long-tracked tropical wave. Now this is how it always happens. There was nothing out of the ordinary here so far as anyone could tell, even as it moved through a favorable environment for strengthening. This is how it happens. Hurricanes start as a wave, then as a depression, then a storm, then if they are in the perfect environment, a hurricane. Only the most memorable make it to major status, and even at that, an even slimmer percentage hit that Category 5 status that usually retires the name, depending on its impact. This is the story of Camille. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event, from when it happened, in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. August 15th. The tropical storm quickly intensified into a Category 2 hurricane before striking the western part of Cuba on August 15th. This is where it caught the NWS and Hurricane Center off guard. Moving deeper now into the Gulf of Mexico, Camille underwent another period of rapid intensification here and jumped to a Category 5 hurricane the next day as it moved northwards towards the Louisiana and Mississippi region. Looking back, experts say that Camille's most shocking aspect was the speed with which it developed. It is unusual for any storm, let alone a major hurricane, to explode in intensity like this. Remember, Camille had only just formed on August 14th. It reached Category 3 status, which now classified it as a major hurricane just one day later on the 15th, and then the day after that, on the 16th, it skyrockets to a Category 5 strength. Then it was the way Camille moved. As mentioned off the top, 1969 saw the successful landing and exploration by humans of an extraterrestrial land on July 20th when Apollo 11 landed on the moon. So satellites, therefore, were already very sophisticated and capable. But nature is unpredictable. You cannot draw up a weather plan like you can the trajectory of a rocket. Camille defied a prediction that it would turn northeast toward the Florida Panhandle when it hooked left and instead headed for the Mississippi coast. August 17th. 
Despite weakening ever so slightly, this day in weather history, the hurricane quickly re-intensified back into a Category 5 hurricane before it made landfall a half hour before midnight in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. It was a powerful impact as its barometric pressure was a crushing low of only 900 millibars, making it the second lowest pressure recorded for a U.S. landfall and is just one of four hurricanes to make landfall in the U.S. at Cat 5 status. Camille produced wind gusts of greater than 170 miles per hour. That's around 275 kilometers per hour along the coast. However, the actual maximum sustained winds of Hurricane Camille are not officially known. But why? It was because the hurricane destroyed all the wind recording instruments in the landfall area. Yeah, it was that devastating. Camille caused tremendous damage in its wake producing a storm surge of 24 feet or seven and a half meters while it flattened nearly everything along the Mississippi coast, then causing additional flooding and deaths while crossing inland through Virginia. In the total breakdown, while in the United States, Camille took the lives of more than 259 people and caused $1.42 billion in damages. That was back in 1969. That would be closer to 10 billion dollars in 2020. And the worst of it will forever be remembered for what happened on August 17, 1969. This day in weather history. Tomorrow is August 18th, and we are going even further back in time to the year 1931. We will look at what happened, how it happened, and the toll it took on property, people, and the perception of major storms like the 1931 Yanchi River Flood that we pick up in progress tomorrow, this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.